real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. Maximizing finding investment deals while at home. And uh, just a little bit about our business. We have 80 plus employees. We have a UX design team, front end, back end development. Data aggregation is a huge thing. What we do is help to minimize the amount of time you have to spend searching for leads from the county. We aggregate them, we put them in a similar format, and we put them in your inbox Monday through Friday. And uh, I'll go over that as we go out through the evening. We also have marketing teams, uh, customer service and sales, and customer success teams. I'm your speaker, and we also have sponsors for this evening. These are trusted businesses that real estate investors can rely on. You have Quest Trust Company which is a custodian for your IRA so that you could move some of your IRA into a holding area with Quest and they fill out all the proper paperwork whenever, well, you fill out all the proper paperwork, but they sign it whenever you want to utilize your IRA to invest in real estate or gas and oil or things that are not uh, commonly invested in through the stock market. That's one way to use your funds differently with uh, in your IRA. You have Note School, which is for buying and selling underlying notes on properties. So whenever you have a, a mortgage on a property that's called a note, you can go out and purchase those at a discount and you can be basically the bank and you get the interest payments through the life of the loan. Uh, Investor Loan Source is a private money lender along with Blink Lending and Bay Mountain Capital. They all have some little niches. They have different levels that they will lend at. Some will be 65% or 65 times ARV minus repair. Some will be 70, some will be 75. Some will do wraparound mortgages. Some only lend in Texas. Some loan all over the United States. So getting to know these lenders will help you understand how they can benefit you within your real estate investing business. And then action coaching is business coaching to help you build your business and, and uh, do things efficiently. And then if you have rental properties and you would rather focus on acquiring and doing fix and flips or rentals, then real property management by legend is the way to go. And the uh, host has put in the chat window the contact information for all of these sponsors. So if you're interested in any of them, just highlight it, cut it, paste it, and you can get to them easily. At Real Estate IQ, we work hard to bring you online free education and webinars. Uh, you can join us. You can find it at https colon community dot real estate IQ. And I'm going to pop over here. This is 
the page that it goes to. And we also have refer a friend and get a $25 subscription credit. So uh, you could do that. This is our community that we haven't really advertised a lot yet, but um, we continue to grow it. There's feeds like a Facebook where you can post things. There's groups out here. It should come up here in a second. There's 23 groups out here right now. You can become a member of those groups. It's all kinds of different groups. Then on our marketplace, you have education. These are RIAs in different areas, Florida RIAs, and then we have um, Polk County Investors Association, all kinds of different RIAs. So you can find it Chicago because we're going to go into Chicago soon, Jacksonville and Florida, Tampa, all kinds of different RIAs you can be a, become a part of. If you're looking for funding besides the three lenders, there's also other ones out here that you can take advantage of. Lots of funding opportunities here. And vendors. There's insurance and then there's um, roof stock, which is buying and selling rental properties without having to evict the renters. Um, there's all kinds of brokerages, lots of stuff in here. Uh, and then there's notes, anything you have to do with notes. So that's our community area. Uh, also, if you're looking for events, you can go to events and you can see what's coming up. This is tonight's going on at the same time as a Spanish speaking event for Spanish Latino in investors. We have the book club, hot trends, commercial real estate information, all kinds of stuff. 30 day game plan with Luke. Um, I do another one next week on Tuesday that is evaluating, doing an in-depth analysis on, on uh, properties and things like that. So that's our community area. Be sure to visit it often to find out what's going on. And this event's brought to you by Real Estate IQ, number one in deal finding in Texas, trying to become the number one deal finding in Florida and Atlanta, Chicago, and wherever else we may be able to go. All right, I'll keep going. So this is our core suite of products, the deal analysis suite, the deal finding suite, and the premium suite. And I'll go through each of those. Before I do, we're going to do a quick little testimonial that you can listen to. I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event, and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. 
So what he's talking about is our fast CMA tool. It does come off the MLS. That's important in the state of Texas because Texas is a non-disclosure state. What that means is that nobody has to tell how much they actually purchased a property for. And so therefore Zillow, Redfin, all of those places are just guessing at what the it sold for in the past, unless somebody has physically said, yeah, I'm going to post this information. Well, the MLS, it is the real sales price and that's what real estate agents use and we have access to that. And so we use it as well for our stuff. We do do 45 minute one-on-one -on -one trainings, deal finding trainings. If anybody is interested in that, let's go with the deal analysis suite. So that's our first tool. This is a fundamental tool for real estate investors. If you can't purchase a property and analyze the property proper, properly, then you're going to have issues making a profit on it. So the tools that we provide for you is fast CMA, which is being able to figure out comps and ARVs. And ARV is an after repair value. And I'll go over that a little bit later. And then the um, comp is just what like properties in the area have sold for. And then there's a repair estimator. It's important that you understand how to estimate repairs before you make a, an offer so that your offer is not too low or too high. And then you, can all, you, shouldn't, you should always go and bring in a contractor and validate your repair estimate during your option period. And then you have the deal analyzer, which I'm gonna show you a different tool that we are partnering with now called ROI Muse. And uh, that's an analysis tool, which is really, really good. So here's a basic analysis training guide. Hopefully you find your deal with Real Estate IQ. You run your comps. Now, a, a, there's a difference between a comp and an ARV. A comp is not filtering out anything about um, whether the property is needs repair or whether it, it is fully renovated. An ARV is only looking at properties that are fully renovated because if you're going to flip a house, that is what you're going to sell it as a fully renovated property. So you want your comps, your comparative properties to equal the look of what you're going to sell it for to get an approximate price. And then to calculate your offer, once you have figured out your ARV, then you multiply that times 70% and you subtract how much your repairs are going to be. So say your ARV you figure is 100,000, multiply it by 70%, that's 70,000. You figure your repairs are 20,000. Your maximum allowable offer should be $50,000. Now, you don't start the negotiations with the homeowner at $50,000 because then they're gonna, gonna, they are going to negotiate you up probably. So you want to start lower so that you can negotiate and have a little bit of room before you hit your max. Do I think the 70% still works today? Um, it does work if you can get funding. But a lot of hard money lenders have moved their funding down to 65% percent times ARV minus repairs. So you could still, the 70% rule is there because they figure 10% of that 30% is profit. 
10% is the cost of money and 10% is buying and selling and holding costs. So whenever you break away from that rule and if you go up to 75%, that extra 5% has to come from somewhere. Generally, it doesn't come from your, uh, your closing costs. It generally doesn't come from your holding costs. It generally comes from your profit. So as you buy at a higher percentage, you are increasing your risk and you're decreasing your profit. Now, that could be offset by repairs. Say you estimated 20,000 for repairs and you get in there and you find it only takes 15,000, then that's gonna increase your profit and that's gonna be good. But on the contrary, if you estimate 20 and you get in there and it's cost 25, that just comes straight out of your profit. So if you can buy it at 65% or lower, you're just gonna have a bigger cushion, you're gonna have less risk and you are most likely going to make money. Uh, question, do, let's see, you do not think the selling prices will go down? Um, they could. It's hard to say right now. It, it really depends on the area. If it's been a hot area previously, then it's probably going to be a hot area still. There, this is different than 2008, where 2008, when they had the big recession, there was a glut of properties on the market. The average days on market, from what I was told, is was somewhere around six months or something or more. And right now, average days on market is somewhere around 38, 39 days on the market, so little over a month. And that's, I shouldn't say days on market, sorry, inventory, the amount of inventory that's out there. So back then it was more of a, a buyer's market. Now it's still a seller's market. That could change. Prices could go down and bring some equilibrium to where it's maybe more neutral in the market. I just finished a property in Springfield, Oregon. I just put it on the market on Saturday. Before I put it on the market, I had a cash offer from somebody. They backed out, so I stuck it on the market. We figured we were gonna list it at 270. We checked comps right before we uh, accepted the cash offer, and the comps told us we could probably uh, list it for 280. So I accepted the offer at 279 as cash, and then when they backed out, the next day we my, talked with my realtor and I said, uh, what do you think? Still the same, go with, with 280. And she said, well, actually the market has changed in 24 hours. Right around the, in your neighborhood, there has been a property or two that just went pending. And I can't tell you how much it went pending for, but I'm suggesting that we don't, go on market at 280, I'm suggesting we go at 289. And I said, then I'll accept your suggestion. You're the professional in this area. And we put it on the market at 289 on Saturday. We had five showings. Sunday, we had five showings. Monday, we had uh, eight showings. And we came with five offers uh, by Monday night. And I accepted an offer today for $298,000. So in that market, there's a very low inventory. There's a lot of demand. And so it, it worked out. The timing was good. 
in six months from now, that could all change. So be careful whenever you're buying and expecting to have the same environment. Like I'm not expecting to have the same environment in Springfield in six months. I'm going to be a lot more cautious because you never know what could happen and you don't want to get caught short. Does that make sense? All right, let's do a little demo here. So we're going to go up here to the real estate area, real estate IQ community, go under tools, and we're going to log in to the reiq.me. This is what, this is a separate login from the community area. The community area is free. This is whenever you subscribe, you get into this area. And so we're talking about Fast CMA. That's right here. And so you can look it up by address, by MLS. If you have a lot of rental properties and you just want to get a portfolio, a competitive market analysis for your whole portfolio, you can put them all in a spreadsheet, upload it to us, and we'll run it as a batch and give you a total for all of your properties. So putting in an address, let's put in 4200 Lisbon Street, Fort Worth. Go to look it up. This comes up and you go to verify it. You can choose any of these. I choose normally the newest one. And then you can go by ARV distance, which is the, how within, I think, a quarter of a mile of your subject property. Uh, within 180 days on the AR, on the uh, recency. Recency is how long ago did the property sell? And that's important because if you're taking your ARV comps on something that sold 300 days ago, we've seen how much change there can be in one month, 24 hours, three months. So you want them as close as possible to now because it's going to take you three to six months before you're finished with any renovations. And by then, the market could have shifted a little bit. So getting them as close as possible is important. Uh, then it's also plus or minus your 10 years on your age. Now, if you have something that's in the 40s or 50s, you could go 20 years because it doesn't matter so much. If you have something that's in 2005, you want to keep it pretty condensed because there's a big difference between something built in the 2000s and something built in the 90s or 80s. And then uh, square footage keeps it within 20% square foot. This will automatically get filled in if you have if it's ever been on the MLS, and this shows that it's been on the MLS before. If it hasn't, then you can put these in manually. So I'm gonna put in the square footage of 1350 because this one is has a room addition on it. And this, we got comps right here. It says there's 10 that have been sold in the area. There's four that are active and then 12 that have been taken off the market. And if it's a rental area, it shows rent. So we're going to run the CMA. And you notice this comes out immediately with a sold price, but you have to be careful. You want to do some evaluation whenever you're looking at this because you want to make sure that it's not being skewed either too high or too low. 
And if you notice, if you click on here, this is a map of where these are coming from. You notice how close they are, which is what you want. If you saw them up in this area, you want to take them out because this is on the other side of the freeway. It could be a completely different neighborhood. Uh, if it's over on the other side of Holland, that also could be a completely different neighborhood. You want to keep it in this neighborhood as close as possible. And then if you look at this, you see recency 336, 268. Those aren't great ones to utilize. This one's 51. That's why it's in there. Let's see what else we got. The blue is highlighted. Those are the ones that the computer chose. Uh, 133 is not bad. Uh, 93 is pretty good three months ago. And 177. It's a little, little lengthy. So now we want to go down and look at some of these are lower like that one 163 163 and some are higher so let's see if there's anything that stands out like we don't have a pool this one has a pool so that's not going to be a good comp for us that's probably why it's higher so we're going to take that out as soon as we take that out by unchecking that box it lowers our arv down to 233 so that's how quickly you can change that. If you add this one back in, it's pretty close to what's there. It changes a little bit, but not too much. So then we want to look and see, we have 190, 164, 163. So let's just go into the photos real quick and let's take a look and see what it looks like compared to what a renovated property looks like. And all you have to do is just slide over. You can see there's granite. Nice fixtures, stainless steel in the kitchen. Cabinets look good. Floors look good. This looks like a pretty renovated house. So this is what ours would look like when we're done. So this is one to keep in the comps. This one, again, it's nice barn door. That's really nice. Kitchen looks nice. Open concept to some degree. So that's a good one to keep in. This one little darker pictures it's it's nice has a nice kitchen so it's not a been completely renovated but it's it's nice enough that we'd want to keep that in so that's a way you can quickly go over and just validate that these are ones you want to look at so 233 is what we're thinking our arv is going to be in this case now let's go and look at what's active this is our competition this is what we're going to be up against and look at that. The average price on market for the two it's chosen is 228. Pretty close, a little bit under ours. So we can look at these and see why are these a little bit lower. 199 is the list price, 210. Uh, square footage is less in both cases. They're both three bedroom, one bath and two bath. Ours is going to be a two bath. Um, no garages, so that's equivalent. Let's just click this little plus box and see what it says. Completely renovated, so that's going to be like ours. That's going to be our direct competition. Uh, this has fresh paint. Doesn't say much about renovation, so let's just take a look at the photo and see what it looks like. That's uh, an interesting floor. I'm not quite sure what that floor is. Kitchen looks nice, nice cabinets, has black appliances and stainless steel appliances and no microwave. 
And again, it must be a vinyl floor or something like that. Yeah, it does have tile there. So that's why it's priced a little bit lower. This one, on the other hand, has the nicer wood floors, has a nice kitchen, stainless steel. Yeah. So ours would be more like number two, which would mean they're priced at 177 per square foot average. And our average is 169. So ours is actually, oh, that's for active, sorry. Ours at 172. So we're still a little bit lower average square foot price than what our competition is. So that's good. If we're thinking about keeping it, we're not going to flip it. Then uh, this is what the average rate is in the area for the size of property. So we could figure about a 1600 to 1650 lease up back on it. You can see there's 17, there's a 13 and there's a 15 and it depends on the size. Well, all those are pretty close, like really close. So it's, it just must be how nice it is inside and they're getting a higher dollar per square foot or dollar price per month. So that's a quick way to figure out your ARV. You can do reports out of this and all kinds of stuff. So, and I go through this a lot slower next week at six o'clock this time in my analysis class. We go through a little more in depth, a little slower, talk about some different things. So let's pop in to ROI Muse to do some analysis here. So they also have a commercial uh, deal analysis and lease analysis. We're looking at the residential deal analysis here. And so the first thing we do is we look at what strategy we're interested in doing. Burr, which is buy, rehab, let's see, buy, rehab, rent. Um, what is that? Buy, maybe somebody can help me on the chat window. Buy, rehab, rent, oh, refinance, and repeat. Yes, thank you, Hector. So that's one, and you can look at this strategy with hard money, or you can look at it with all cash. If you're looking at just getting a rental and you want to find out about financing that rental, here's the information about the percentage points and, and how much loan to value or if you're going to use cash, you can do that. If you're going to flip it with using hard money, you put that in. and Or you can do flipping with cash. So as an example on this one, let's say our ARV is 232. Whoops, 232. And we're, we're just going to leave that purchase price because I'm going to show how it will automatically update itself. Let's say the rehab is going to be 45000 We haven't gone through that scenario yet, but we're just going to use that as a figure point for now. Uh, we can put in here 1600 for the monthly rent. And then the property tax, typically two and a half percent is a good amount. Uh, insurance, and then if you have an HOA, you put that in. This one doesn't have an HOA, so we put zero. And then up here, you can look at your loan to value, which is loan compared to your ARV. Your loan to cost, loan compared to how much you're going to purchase it for, Oh, no, that's loan to purchase price. Loan to cost is how much you're going to purchase it for and the cost of the rehab. So let's leave it at loan to value. Let's be optimistic and say we're going to get a 70% ARV minus repairs. 
interest rate is 12%. It's going to cost us three points. There's these little fees, which are probably going to cost 1%, not a half a percent. And title closing cost fees. Uh, how many months is it going to take to renovate, purchase, renovate, and sell it? When we sell it, are we going to pay a 5% or 6% commission? And how much is the monthly services holding cost for utilities, mowing the grass, things like that? And then let's say we want to go with a 10% profit. So if we're expecting 23000 as the final price and we want 10% of that, we put our criteria at $23,000. We hit this little button comes back and says, we need to purchase this for $127,728 max. If we're going to be at 70% ARV and we have 45,000 in repairs. And if we do that, we're going to make $23,000. And then you go down here, if you're a wholesaler, if you want a $5,000 profit in this thing, it says your maximum offer for it is $122,728. That is a slick tool. I love this tool. It can You can analyze it really fast. And then down here, it says, this is the numbers. This is how much you're going to have to have in cash to close, 20000 This is where your fees are going to go, your operating expenses, your interest payments, your utilities, your loan payoff, your sales costs, and then your profit. Really sweet tool that we're partnering with ROI Muse on. And if you're interested in that at all, I'll show you where to go for that later on. You can sign up for a monthly subscription to that. It's slick and quick, and you can just play with it all you want. Say you decide, I want to be greedy, and this one, I want 40000 It immediately tells you, you got to buy it for 111000 or less. Uh, question, is this live now? Yes, it is. It is totally live, and I use it all the time for quick analysis of deals, especially from wholesalers, because I, I just want to know down and dirty quick, how much? And this tells me it's sweet. All right. And then under tools back, we're back here under our application online. Here's a repair estimator. And this is a spreadsheet that you can go in and you can change the little pieces of, well, here, let me just bring it up. I got a, something sitting down here in my drive that I use for next week's class. This is uh, based on the square footage. It tells you if it's rent ready and there's absolutely no major issues, no foundation, no roofing, no plumbing, no HVAC, no electrical work. If you want it rent ready, a 1,300-square-foot home should cost about that much for a rehab. Mid-grade, about that much. High-end, about that much. If you go over here and you say, oh, we need some foundation work, we need some electrical work, then it puts that in. You need some full paint all over. You need flooring, puts that in. Uh, you need a fence or you need windows, you need garage door, electrical panel, new walls, popcorn ceiling, trash taken out, lights, hardware, kitchen, appliances, bathrooms, all of that stuff. You just, yes, one is yes, zero is no. Put it all in there, get a total, adds a 10% grace budget, boom, there is your offer amount.
or not your offer amount, sorry. There is your repair estimate. So you can put that into your formula to know what your maximum offer. Any tips on negotiating price with seller? There is, uh, there's all kinds of, of challenges with that. They may be set on a price. You could start and they say, I want 170,000 for this. You see through your formula and based on your repairs, you can only pay 125 max. That's a big disparency. So you could start with it and say, okay, you want this. Now, how much do you think it's going to cost to get this roof replaced? And if they say, oh, well, that's probably going to be $15,000. You go, okay, let's take that uh, 15000 and subtract that from what the, uh, where, um, you, the price you want. And then you go through and you can say, okay, what about plumbing? What about flooring? And, and just build the whole thing out and say, okay, so it's going to cost me this much to do all of these repairs to get it to the point where I can sell it retail. Plus, I'm going to have to pay holding costs. I'm going to have to pay finance costs. So there's a lot of costs. So that's one way to close it. It's the line out everything and show them. Uh, there's other ways to close it. What do you want out of it? And you don't even tell them all these things. You just, what do you want? And if they may say, well, I don't want anything. I just want out from underneath this. Then that's the starting point. They may say, well, I got to have $6,000 to move someplace and get a new fresh start. Okay, well, let's look and see if we can get that for you. So with mentors and real estate associations, they have a lot of training. Um, you can connect with experienced investors. They can help provide training like that. There's, there's a lot of different ways to, to negotiate and close with potential sellers. Uh, where can we find this spreadsheet? So you can find it. When, when you have a subscription with us, it's under Tools and Services, Repair Estimator. And then you click on that and you just download it. It also has a video tutorial that you can watch that explains it as well. But that's where you find that. All right, so that's our analysis. All right, our deal finding suite is made up of the deal analysis suite. You get that included. And then you have off-market leads, county data finder, MLS deal finder. So the off-market leads, these are lists that come from the county, pre-foreclosures going on, appointment of substitute trustee. Not a lot of people know what that is. And I'll quickly explain it. You know what a pre-foreclosure is? It means it's going to auction and they have missed their payments and they're going uh, they're going to auction within a, a month or so, and they're normally two to three months behind on their payments. Appointment of substitute trustee. So whenever you have a mortgage at a national level, th level through a bank, America, Chase, uh, Bank of America, whatever, when you get that mortgage on your house, they appoint a trustee at a national level. And they're just there to sign off on paperwork and stuff. Whenever you start missing payments, you start becoming delinquent and they want to start the foreclosure proceedings. Uh, 
They can't do that at a national level. You have to do that at a local level. So they locally appoint a lawyer, a substitute trustee at the local level and start those foreclosure proceedings. I call this the pre-pre-foreclosure. The advantage of this list is it isn't out there. A lot of people don't know about it. We have it. And so that's one advantage of having our, our leads, off-market lead lists. The disadvantage of this list is that the homeowners a lot of times are in denial. No, my house isn't going to foreclosure. Yes, I've missed some payments, but I'm okay. It's going to work out. Well, they don't know yet that they have started foreclosure proceedings. And so they'll get a notice in the mail within a week after they appoint a substitute trustee notifying them of that. Then we also have probates and heirships. That's whenever somebody passes away and it's left to their heirs. Um, these are great lists if you are interested in being patient because sometimes they can take six months to a year to get through probate and get through the heirs and make sure every heir has been notified. Other times it can take three weeks, four weeks if everything's all lined up and, and pre-done. But a lot of times the heirs don't live in the area. They live out of state. They don't want to mess with doing repairs on the house. They don't want to invest their own money on a chance that it, they're going to be able to sell it and take time out of work. So they just want to get rid of it for cash. So that's a great reason to look at these lists. And you have evictions. Evictions list is um, you don't want to go call the people getting evicted. They're not going to be good leads. But all of those people who are doing the evictions are landlords. They may be tired of doing evictions. They may want to offload that house and get rid of it, they may be a good source as a buyer's list because they may be buying additional homes. And so as a wholesaler, you can market to them. Divorce lists, a lot of times in divorce, they're required to liquidate the assets so you can get them picked up for cash. Neither one of them want to put any money into it or time because they're dealing with a divorce. And so you can get the a property that way. Then you have loan modifications. That's kind of pre, pre, pre foreclosure. People think, oh, I'm going to do a loan mod. Everything is going to work out. We're good. About 95 to 97% of loan mods end up in foreclosure. So that's sort of like a long-term game. You can work with them early on. Okay, everything's good. We'll keep my card or you keep it in a tickle file. And six months later, you call them back and say, hey, how did that loan modification go? Uh, I'm in pre I'm in foreclosure again. Okay, let's see if we can help you. Um, hospital lien, and sometimes with loan mods, they're in a situation where they just can't afford their house anymore, and they thought about loan mods. But if you give them an option to sell their house and get a new start, maybe they'll take it. Hospital liens, HOA, and mechanics liens. Those are just showing there's something going on where either they can't make payments and it's an early indication of issues and they may need to get out. HOA liens, are, they're mean. HOA can start the foreclosure proceedings and foreclose on a property for $25. It's just ridiculous. Code violations, those are long lists. They're put out by the city. We don't scrub them at all. But if you go through and take the time, you can upload them into a spreadsheet or something like that. You can go through them. You can sort them by 
addresses and see if they've got six code violations in the last three months, that could be a potential homeowner who doesn't really care about their property. And maybe by reaching out to them, they will be willing to sell. Delinquent taxes and tax sales, those are, again, foreclosures just due to non-payment of taxes. Um, if you buy from the tax sales auction, just be aware if it has a stamp of a homestead on it, you can purchase it from the auction, but the owner that you purchased it from, well, the person who owned it before it went in foreclosure, um, they have a right of redemption for two years. They can come back and pay all the back taxes, pay what you paid for it at the auction, bring everything current and get their house back. So if you buy a homestead from the tax sale, you can't sell it for two years. You can rent it. You can do some fix up in it, but just be careful. If it doesn't have a homestead stamp, uh, you have six months before you can sell that property. Any questions on those lists? I went through them pretty quick, but it's a lot of potential. Let's look at a little demo here. Here's our regular off-market lead lists. They come in your inbox Monday through Friday. You have the probate and airship files, pre-foreclosure files, substitute trustee, evictions, liens, tax sales, delinquent taxes, code, and loans, divorces. And as you can see, this is another differentiating factor. If a county puts things out there for foreclosure early, we get them on our list. We already have foreclosure listings in Travis County for the August 4th auction. Now, if you get a regular auction foreclosure list, you'll get these about 14 days in advance of the auction. That isn't a lot of time to do anything with them. So by having them this far in advance, you can potentially cut a deal, get the help the person out, all kinds of stuff. Also, if you notice, it says who the mortgager is, what the property address is, how many beds, baths, square footage, garage, pool, you're built, trustee, you don't care too much about that. Estimated equity, this is important. You probably on this one don't want to go after a home that has a negative $90,000 equity. Now, that could be off a little bit because it's based on a county appraised value. And we know everybody likes to keep those low so that you pay less taxes. So the actual ARV may be more than that. It may be closer to 250, 300,000. So you'd want to check that. But as a rule, I wouldn't go after negative equity because there isn't any room to negotiate. But something with 70% equity, there's a lot of room to negotiate. Same with 85. So this is our list that says what type of loan. These are conventional loans and legal description. Sometimes that's hard to figure out. We just give it to you right here. All kinds of stuff. That's our, our what the way it looks. Uh, question, which ones do you like from the list for wholesalers? Um, me personally, I've been focusing on appointment substitute trustee and pre-foreclosure. I have done a little bit of divorce whenever it comes up uh, but most of the time I just do those other people they've made it their business to work on probate and airship 
That's all they do, 100% probate and heirship. If you, whatever list you choose, if you get good at it and you can just knock it out and you have a system, you can make money on any of these lists. Just depends on how much effort you want to put into it. All right. Uh, let's see. The other pieces besides the list is our MLS deal finder. MLS deal finder is a way for you to look for discounted deals on the MLS by city, county, um, by date. You can last 24 hours, seven days, 15. For a while there, there was nothing in the 30-day list and, be, and earlier. I think now if I do it, if I say Dallas, let's see if something comes up in the last 24 hours. Yeah, now we're getting something because the markets are starting to move again. So what this discount means is when a listing hits the MLS, the computer goes out and it automatically creates a CMA for it, a competitive market analysis for it. It looks at what that CMA, that's estimated price, it thinks it should be, looks at what the list price is and says, this is your percentage discount. Now, because it's a computer doing it, it's not going to be completely accurate, but it's a starting point for you to narrow down all of the bazillion. There's like 25 to 28,000 listings on the MLS right now. You hit that twice and you can bring the biggest discounts up to the top and you notice their biggest discounts because the list price, these are multi-million dollar homes or they were. But if you want some reality, like this one, but that's already pending. Uh, you go down here, that one's a little more expensive. The lower priced one is pending, a little more expensive, it's active. Here's one that's active and not pending. And so what you could do is from here, you can look at details. This is the MLS listing, fabulous opportunity, da-da-da-da, owner financing available, da-da-da-da-da-da. So can see if that's something you might want. Uh, if you want to run and validate, which I recommend you do, the CMA, you can click here and you go straight to CMA and you can run your analysis. And you can look at photos. It takes a long time for them to, to uh, come up. I if you want to look at photos, I just highlight this address and stick it in a browser and go out there to Zillow and take a look at the listing. It'd be a lot faster. But anyway, that's what MLS Deal Finder does. And then County Data Finder is more for folks who want to create their own list for their mailers. They're going to send out letters or postcards or things like that. You can sort the list by non-owner occupied or out-of-state owners. Um, you can sort it by single family, multifamily, commercial lots. Now this lot is any lot in the database. Um, if you go down here to land and you choose vacant lot that only pertains to vacant lots in established neighborhoods this is going to get lots in rural countries all over the place but if you only want vacant lots in established neighborhoods then you could click that and then you can go by city or zip code you can even put in a subdivision name and it'll give you a list out of that subdivision so that's our county data finder if you want to create your own lists 
and you can export those to Excel and you can send the Excel to your mailer house and they'll punch it all out for you. Any questions on those? I went over those pretty quick, but they're pretty self-explanatory and we got about seven minutes left. All right. So we talked about that, talked about data finder, creating your own lists, did that, talked about MLS deal finder, discounted deals, did that. Knowledge vault and support, we try to give you a two hour response time if you call us. I'm gonna flip, flip this up while I'm talking. This is our customer service phone number and our email address. And if you have any questions or you want something, uh, you want a demo or you just have an issue of some sort, please give us a call. We will respond to you and get started with whatever the issue is. We always like to give out freebies. We have heat maps for discounted deals, pre-foreclosures and, and uh, rental income areas. It's just sort of a visual on what's hot, and what areas. Um, you know, I didn't, where's my, uh, I missed the one for the premium. So let me go, we'll call this the demo time. Let me go back and show you the difference between, this was regular off-market leads where you got the address and stuff. This is the premium off-market leads. And so if you go into, like we'll go into July, this is the current one. This is how many pre-foreclosures are going on in the DFW Metroplex right now that have been put into the system. Dallas County hasn't been put in and there's a couple of other counties that haven't put anything in yet. But as you can see, we got a lot for the July foreclosure already sitting out there that you can close on. Now, the difference between the regular and the premium, all this front stuff is the same. The premium, if you go scroll over to the right, all of a sudden where the other one stopped right here, you have email addresses, you have cell phones, you have phone numbers, keep going. You have a relative's names, you have relative's phone numbers, email addresses. So this is how you can find deals from home in this day and age. You can call them, you can email them, you can contact relatives, and that's an alternative to driving for dollars and door knocking during COVID. That's the difference between premium. This comes on the pre-foreclosures, as you can see, we go back here, probate and airship, pre-foreclosure, appointment substitute trustee. Now, sometimes there's liens. It's not showing up right now because there isn't any. But as you can see, there's divorces. This is for the San Antonio, Austin area. Uh, down there, they have evictions, they have liens, they have divorces as well. And those come in your inbox every day. It's a great way to move forward in your finding deals. So let's pop forward here. So this is just a highlight. Oh, we have a uh, another uh, poll I forgot about. You guys are, some of you are on top of it. If you want these freebies, you can choose whatever ones you want. Uh, if you are interested in private money or hard money or contractors, we're not interested at all, just check the little boxes. And if you're interested in title law, 
go ahead and do that. And just out of curiosity, how soon are you planning to purchase your next investment property? All right. And then we, so the deal analysis suite, we talked about all of that. Our price is $15 a month or $99 a year. It's uh, $2, two months free if you subscribe per year. At a monthly, there is no contracts. And a yearly, there is no contracts. So the deal finding suite gives you a lot of leads every month. If you were to buy all of these lists independently, it could cost you along with this stuff quite a lot. And then the premium suite, uh, skip trace daily coming into your inbox this is what you get with the skip tracing we talked about all this this is our regular prices but because you're on this with me tonight um, this is our discounted this one is discounted 40 percent this one is discounted 50 percent so if you're just starting out and you just want to be able to analyze deals and work in it then just go for the deal analysis suite get the ROI Muse and the analysis suite and the repair estimator for the $15. If you're interested, I'm sorry, I said ROI Muse, deal analyzer is here. If you want the ROI Muse, then you can go over here. Let me actually log out of this, go back to our community page, and I'll show you where you can go to that. Under nope, under tools. You can see ROI Muse right here. You can. This is where you order deal analysis suite, deal finding suite, and premium as well. We do have on-demand skip tracing if you want that as well. But the ROI Muse, you click on that, and you just scroll to the bottom, and then you choose if you want the commercial, you want the residential, or you want both. And that's a monthly. And again, if you do annual plans, you get two months free. So back to this, if you decide on the deal finding suite, it doesn't have the skip tracing in the, in the off-market lead list. It includes deal analysis. It's not a this plus this, it's just this, and you, it includes that. If you want the premium, it includes everything else for 159. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.